So is it easier um, with that episode to help you to get a Vietnamese publisher? Yes, yes, definitely. Because without that, then uh, I won't have that many Vietnamese readers. So that helped in the end, like make it viral. And then, oh, your comic's so good. And yeah, we should have it in Vietnam too. Yay. Yeah. Because I mean, it's good enough to be pirated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, so yeah. Mm. Hi everyone, this is Jace. This is Fanny. Welcome to Freelance Creative Exchange, where every episode we talk to our freelancers about freelancing and the gig economy. So today we are here with Eva. Yeah, hello. So Yay. Eva has been drawing web comics for um since 2007 about everyday life, yoga, and mm. the cultural difference between Singapore and Japan. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Welcome, Welcome Eva. Would you like to introduce yourself to our audiences? Hi, my name is Eva. I'm the artist behind Eva Comics. And I have been drawing uh, web comics since 2007, as she pointed out. Um, more about cultural difference between uh, Japan, Singapore, and sometimes US, because I've studied in these countries before. Mm. Uh, but nowadays, it's more about everyday life, my yoga practice, struggle with diet, uh, yeah, and things like that, yeah, and just random travel, <laughs> travel things also, yeah. Great. So, um, Eva, just now you mentioned you graduated and then you spent some time overseas, right? Mm. So, um, this, this, all this overseas experience, you know, from Japan and in, the, in San Francisco actually helped to shape your decision in terms of deciding to become a freelancer? Um, I've always wanted to do my own IP, my own brand, uh, but uh, I've never really thought of when to start it. So uh, I've also worked at uh, Nanyang Poly for <laughs> five years. So um, I'm thinking if uh, if I want to make it like big and very, I have to be very serious about it and do it full time. So I decided it was a good time after I graduate, you know, still young <laughs> at that time to... Um, Put more effort into it. Mm. Yeah, just make it work. A lot of our freelancers um, that we met every day, um, they focus a lot on commission work. Mm. So it is quite rare to, you know, find a freelancer who is, who is you know, has devoted a large part of her time to yeah, their own um, their own work. Oh, so okay. how has this uh, IP journey mm. been for you so far? Uh, actually, to be honest, it's around 50-50. Mm. I, um, so basically, I have the inspiration uh, like, uh, um, Taiwan, some Taiwanese comic art, uh, comic co- artists characters because they draw mm. themselves as the characters mm. so they actually get endorsement from brands ah. uh, like they work with brands and then to cross promote their, right. their, their things and they because they have a large fan base they actually can help promote the brand to um, to, to their own fans mm. so it's actually a win-win situation so I have this inspiration to do the same so that actually I, I, I decided to do more on this like mm. character base mm. and I make it like very uh, cute mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah so uh, basically yeah so <laughs> so has the journey of um, you know um, creating our own IP be um, yeah yeah initially I have to build the fan base uh. um. yeah so I have to keep on drawing my own characters mm. and then um, not to um, do so much other things other mm. characters so focus on these three characters mm. to build the fat base build the famili- familiarity first mm. and then uh, sort of so peop- my fans are familiar with them mm. so and then see if there's any brands who want to mm. work with me to commission mm. me to uh, do cross promotion mm. like Eva Comics times brand 
Yeah. Or brand times Eva Comics. Yeah. Yeah. So along the way, I had some deals. Uh. So it sort of worked out. Okay. So it's actually commission plus own work at the same time. I see. Yeah. Okay. So how, how do you go about doing that kind of assessment? Like who are you going to approach as your fans? And what are the avenues? Because you mentioned when you first started, there wasn't even Facebook, right? So what are the avenues for you to actually reach out to those fans? Oh yeah, initially there was no Facebook. So I actually, uh, I was uh, stud- studying in Japan. So um, then I picked up a marketing class. Mm. And then they said, oh, your audience is very important. Mm. Like, oh, you're targeting too. Then I was like, oh yeah, targeting too. Who <laughs> <I'm> targeting too? <laughs> uh, so I look around and he's like, okay, my friends are mm, uh, like me into Japanese culture, mm. into anime and manga. So I was like, okay, maybe I should do something along that, mm. that, that, that line. So I decided to do more comics uh, um, about Japan. I mean, there's some comics about their life in Japan already, but there, there was none for Singaporeans. So I decided to, and I was having a culture shock at that time. So I was like, okay, maybe I do a comparison between Japan and Singapore. Mm. And then I uh, experiment with that. And I actually targeted forums and bloggers who are mm. doing Japanese uh, theme uh, mm. content. So there was this uh, forum called Japan Ref or something like that. Mm. Uh, then I started to participate in the forums and then I leave a link to my blog. Mm. at the bottom of my signature mm. yeah because you can't just go in and say hey look at my comics yeah. and then exit so you have to be a community member uh. so you have to participate in their threads which is very time consuming mm. but that time young and student <laughs> so it's okay <laughs> so uh, and then uh, I have a thread with all my comics mm. so I just throw all my comics there and then I thought uh, that time Facebook was picking up then I was like, okay. So a lot of people uh, have difficulty. They, like, they, they say that uh, it's difficult to track their, my reply. Mm. Because after I reply them, they have to go back to the website to check. Okay. So they say they prefer Facebook. Okay. So I went to do Facebook. Oh. Yeah. Then, uh, then slowly, uh, it starts to get traction. Mm. Yeah. So it's actually a very long journey. <laughs> so you started drawing comics in 07 and mm. then your first book was actually uh, Eva, Copy yeah. and Mod. So this book was published in... Okay, this was published in 2014 mm. but it, uh, co- uh, it compiled my comic strips from 2012 to mm. 14. Oh. Uh, and then at that time, uh, because I didn't have much comics about uh, with Singapore, uh, with US, mm. so uh, my editor told me that uh, it's better to just do Singapore and Japan. Mm. And then uh, the back is a bit of a filler <laughs> with my older comics uh, from my uh, Taiwanese blogging days. Uh. Right. So it started off self-published okay. uh, because couldn't find a local publisher. <laughs> Uh, but I could find I, I found a uh, partial sponsor investor who right. actually gave me a bit of money and uh, oh. uh, and also loaned me some money right. to publish the first book. Okay, yeah. okay. So when do you feel like you are ready to to go into publishing your first book? Uh, it's when there's a fan base. Okay. So actually, I sort of know that uh, my comic strips are not that bad <laughs> because mm. people were sharing and then there were like mm. thousands of likes per comic mm. and then uh, there were uh, hundreds of shares. Um, so I felt that, A, that there's interest in my comic strips. Mm. So that's why I thought A should have published I want to <laughs> get my book. Um, but maybe because it's quite a niche area mm. and also as a first-time, uh, first-time author, not mm. a lot of publishers uh, mm. feel safe to invest in this mm. uh, title so mm. I actually um, uh, through my fans uh, he introduced me to his investor 
to mm. help me push this uh, first book through. Mm. And then because the first book did well, mm. uh, so that's why um, I sort of... Uh, it's a long story lah. Long story short, eventually it went to MPH. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. So meaning did well as in uh, there, were, there were profits lah? Uh, yeah, actually uh, my first print was 3,000 copies. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, I managed to sell, sell uh, about 1,000 over by myself. Uh, through renting booths at conventions and uh, retail, uh, selling to retailers, mm. and then uh, one thousand went to the local distributor, and then the left over. Eh, wait, I sold two thousand. Yeah, I sold two thousand. <laughs> okay, so the one thousand went to the local distributor, mm. and then that uh, we had I had problems going to the Malaysian market in the beginning. Mm. Uh, then we changed distributor to MPH, and then they uh, asked for the stock. So initially, I didn't have much to provide. I only provide like four hundred or so. Then they sold out. Then they mm. asked for more. Then I don't have more. Mm. Then uh, that's when, um, yeah, uh, decided to um, to ask MPH if they want to publish my book instead <laughs> of me paying for the money to reprint. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. So they picked it up, and then you have another book. Yeah. So after this, right? Um. It. It. Um. So it's sold well. They are, they finished all their stock mm. So they to them, uh, three thousand copies sold out is quite mm. remarkable mm. in the local scene. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah, sure. so um, that's um, but then some readers complain that all oh, all these comic strips are online. They can find it online on my Facebook. Oh, oh there's nothing new. Okay. So I was like, okay, yeah, nothing new. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so I do something new. So um, I always um, uh, I have a culture shock when I was staying in Japan. It's not like what you. Uh, see on TV like dramas and right. anime we are manga so I want to talk about the real life <laughs> living there as a foreigner mm. so some of the my experiences so that's why I have this uh, second book so uh, it's a short story based uh, so it's like a diary mm. of what I have experienced wow. there so it's actually partial black and white and colour because I couldn't finish all the book in colour on time right. yeah right. because I want to finish within 7 months yeah of course yeah, you yeah. want to capture while it's hot lah, right to get the uh, yeah views. because also I uh, there's no money when you do books so mm. <laughs> yeah I have to do commission work and yeah. also do books at the same mm. time so that's how the patron came about mm. at that time uh, I, mm. I did a patron account so that because my fans want to see me do uh, a new book so yeah. I said, well, I do a new book with all new content. Uh, I cannot uh, take in as much commission work and that will affect my income and whatnot. Mm. So I started a Patreon account to uh, ask them to help me finance. Mm. The How did that go? Uh, actually, it's not bad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, after, it, it's not at one go, like one month, woo, you have like yeah. so many uh, patrons. Yeah. It actually takes uh, uh, maybe one year, so... Uh, many months of yeah. work and I think my blogging helps because mm. I talk about behind the scenes mm. like how hard it is mm. to to the making of the comics mm. and then I also uh, talk about how tough it is to sell the comics at the conventions it's not easy mm. because you have to rent the booth then you send the books there then you have to sell and you have to do posters and EDM and whatnot. Uh, and then I told them it's really tough and then the the money from the books is really not that great mm. <laughs> yeah so um, some of them who can afford to um, uh, become support. my patron, mm -hmm. yeah, actually became my patron. So um, of course there are uh, some of them who um, just pledge uh, one dollar a month. Yeah, but I realized that quite a number of fans are actually quite supportive. Mm. Uh, also maybe because the theme I deal with is Japan, mm. and then later on yoga. Mm. Actually both need a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so actually it's a, uh, yeah. <laughs> so actually yeah I get I, I get um. 
I would say a decent support. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better than some of my friends. Right. Right. So so for the purpose of our audience, because they may not know what is a patron. Mm. So a patron is actually a platform for artists Mm. to go online and, um, you know, raise membership, so-called, right, from their fan base. So it's like a subscription model. Mm. But it's just that, um, you know, it's so easy for anybody to go out and create an account. Um, But of course, the driving, the marketing is a bit tough in that sense. Then how do you... So when you create that Patreon account, what else do you need to do to actually, you know, be more successful on the platforms? Okay, um, you need to advertise your platform to your readers as mm-hmm. well. You need to engage your fans. So initially, um, in all my comic strips, uh, I ha- will leave a link mm-hmm. to my Patreon account at the bottom mm-hmm. so they know that, oh, I have a Patreon account. Mm-hmm. Because some of them want to support but they didn't know that I'm on Patreon. So I would put them in all my comic strips mm-hmm. uh, at that time. So now I just put a signature. <laughs> okay, then um, then I will have you'll have to also um, be clear about the perks, the mm. rewards. Like what are you getting? Like one dollar is what? Two yeah. uh, five dollars is what? Then ten dollars is what? Mm. Um, but then uh, after a few years already, I realized that a lot of them are not in for the rewards. Yeah, they're just there to make support. sure you continue drawing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just to support you. Um, and then you have to be active, uh, actively posting. You're still like, very consistently doing your work. Because <laughs> mm. uh, some of them lose their patrons uh, when they stop. Just because the patrons don't see you updating. Yeah. So they feel, ah, yeah. Uh, why do I give you money? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you have to be consistent. Then you have to keep advertising the patrons and you have to be clear about the uh, rewards. Mm. Mm. So in that sense, I mean, just now you actually mentioned a very, um, I would say, good points, which a lot of our freelancers are struggling, right? So, you know, um, while a lot of them like to create content, that's why we are content creators, but, you know, reality is such that we need money to survive, Mm. right? So in in your last, um, I would say, maybe seven or more years in Mm. terms of freelancing, right? So what are the challenges that you face as a freelancer freelancing in Singapore? Or actually more um, specifically as a comic artist. I freelancing in Singapore. I think for all freelancers, it's the money. <laughs> it's the stable. Yeah, the, you have to manage the income flow. Then, um, particularly for comic artists, uh, I think um, actually there's a lot of comic artists in Singapore, but most of them are doing like part time. Uh, not like me, full time. Uh, those that are doing full time. Uh, we have a lot of various styles. Mm. So there's a there's the um, more like Marvel comic style. Mm. So and then there's the very manga style. Mm. Then mine is like in between. Mm. And then there's also the newspaper kind of uh, <laughs> style. So mm. there's a lot of different styles. So for clients, right? Uh, so actually if you're very uh you're very too too manga or you're too Marvel, then the client base is a bit uh if you want to work with collaboration, like with another brand, then it's a, maybe a bit more restricted. Okay. Yeah, because uh, the average audiences might mm-hmm. um, not be so... They might not like the big eye manga mm-hmm. um, characters. And then they... Uh, uh, and then for the macho Marvel kind, like muscular kind, they may not like also. La. So it, um, the style will... will, will, will uh, restrict may, may restrict mm. the collaboration a bit la. so my I try to do like uh, Charlie Brown Snoopy mm. kind so more cute and uh, more general public yeah. would accept this kind of style la, from mm. kids to old, uh, um, 
or ages. Uh. Yeah, and I guess most important mm. part, which I think you took into considerations, um, is really the merchandise, right? Mm. Because if you have such cute product, you know, when it comes to merchandising, is it easier or how? Yeah, yeah, actually it's easier. Of course, nobody will want to wear a human... <laughs> human <laughs> face I mean there will be uh, but not mm. really a lot would accept mm. it so it's actually more acceptable for, for the, the yeah, animals, the animals uh. yeah. so like my t-shirt I'm wearing is yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's a cat so there's also cat lovers uh. so for merchandise uh, animals and creatures will be more suitable yeah mm. so you when you publish a book you need to navigate the landscape you need to go through the whole book publishing process mm. so when you go into merchandise was that process similar or how do you navigate it I mean is it like totally different you have to like start your 101 into merchandise again uh, yeah I have to build on the same IP so definitely I'll have to streamline with mm. uh, me and the two characters so uh, for the merchandise I also do with these three characters mm. so um, then I have to see if they look nice on the product so I actually do stickers also die cut stickers mm. sticker sheets and I also did cushion mm. uh, big plushy cushion toy <laughs> a very big uh, so when I first had the chance to do a cushion because someone offered to sponsor me for the first production <laughs> Uh, I, I, I chose the cat because cat is more universal yeah. and it's uh, round and cute so mm. higher chances of getting sold so that was uh, yeah uh, so that's how then I went to design uh, the specs and all that so the first thing of course uh, it has to be cute mm. but not cute like it's childish cute mm. because cute has different yeah. variations Levels, yeah. um, so I tried to balance it with cute but not childish cute uh, more acceptable to teenagers as adults as mm. well yeah so have you ever faced with any infringement of your copyright oh <laughs> 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 okay uh, yeah so the I, I believe a lot of my fans will remember the one about Vietnam uh, so actually uh, what happened was um, uh, I was just one fine day I received a Facebook message from one of my fans and then she actually took a photo of a magazine and it was Vietnamese mm. and she asked me like, hey, uh, I'm your fan and uh, uh, I saw your comic on this uh, magazine in Vietnam. Have you given permission for them to them? Then I said, huh? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know Vietnamese. And then she said, it has been going on for a few issues already. Mm. And uh, and then she said, uh, oh, oh dear, then it's like uh, copyright infringement. And then I was like, oh my God, then... I told her, I asked if I could use her photos mm. and she said, yeah, go ahead. So I posted it on my Facebook and asked uh, my Vietnamese readers, mm. uh, you know, for help, like, uh, what, what's going on? Like, yeah. And then um, uh, one of the my fans responded, he's actually a law graduate, a fresh grad from law school. And then he offered to help me with this case because mm. I'm not, I wasn't in Vietnam. I don't know any Vietnamese. I don't know who the hell this magazine is mm. from. Mm. And then so he offered to me uh, offered to help me get compensation apology from mm. this uh, particular publisher. Mm. So basically, he went to actually buy up the magazines from the bookstore. So he went to the bookstores and mm. buy up evidence, <laughs> collect evidence first, and then he actually drafted a lawyer letter mm. um, to the publisher to uh, demand that they compensate or apolog uh, apologize. Uh. Mm. Then uh, by, by email, uh, he also actually, I think he visited the, the publisher as well, mm. but um, they were like... 
brush him off. Like yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and then they shifted the blame to someone else. Mm. Like it was their reader contribution. Oh. Uh, I, it's very, it's very like, you know, like, ah, uh, you know, like nothing, yeah, just, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. They actually changed my, my colour to blonde. <laughs> so I became a blondie. And, <laughs> uh, it was quite interesting. So, uh, eventually, um, the the law student said that we should be serious about this. Mm. We should plan it because mm. um, we uh, there's a lot of artists in Vietnam, mm. um, that got their copyrights infringed and they cannot do anything about it. Mm. And um, they they were we were sort of they were sort of being bullied. Mm. So he felt that we should raise awareness mm. about copyrights because he's specializing in copyrights. Mm. So um, he also set up a Facebook group about that. So, uh, copyrights, uh, mm. intellectual property protection. Mm. So, um, so but then we cannot be too. Um, so we sent a letter. Then nothing, nothing happened. Mm. So and then it was brushed off. Then we said we cannot be so soft and yeah. give up like that. We have mm. to be more firm. Mm. But because the publisher has a backing, strong political backing. Oh. <laughs> so we have to be very careful as well. Mm. So we have to be careful in our wordings and uh, you know, uh, and then we have to collect all the. Uh, we have to display the resources. We have to gather gun gunfire. Mm, mm. So we uh, actually, I, I have to post on my blog as well because I think it's difficult to follow my Facebook page. It's yeah. difficult to follow all the evidences mm. and the the progress of the big case. Mm. So um, I create, I did a blog post mm. and then I actually um, check with him if it's okay, and then he also did a Vietnamese version mm. of the post mm. so he actually translated everything so that the Vietnamese people can share yeah. the post so we did two versions and then uh, we gathered one short post on Facebook mm. and then uh, we get people to share as well mm. so um, then it gained a lot of traction so uh, a lot of people in Vietnam shared our, our story not just Vietnam I think elsewhere as well mm. and then uh, then they start to spam the publisher's Facebook oh page oh, I see. Yeah, that, that is the one that works. So anything the <laughs> anything that the publisher posted on their yeah. Facebook page, whether whatever, like yeah. nothing related to yeah. this case, yeah. there will be people scolding them. <laughs> 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 so they'll leave comments, scroll, 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 scroll. So anything that they post is scroll, 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 scroll. So in the end they got fed up, it's like, oh scary. <laughs> so it happened over the weekend. So I think yeah. it caught them off guard as well because mm. they don't work on weekend. Ma. Mm. So we but we posted on uh, on uh, weekend, I think said Friday or Saturday. Mm. So they come back, it's like, oh my god! So immediately they send an email to apologize, oh, and then they say okay. they'll agree to the compensation oh. because we later send a more more heavier letter, right. and they ignore ma. So right. they say, okay, we'll we'll pay you the compensation. We'll publish an apology, <laughs> yeah, and things like that. Yeah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> And then that was also how I actually eventually I, I get I got a Vietnamese publisher to publish my work as well. Mm, right. Can I check how much compensation do you ask for? I mean, does mm. it equate to how many days of work or how do you actually come up with that? Okay, piece? so actually the lawyer, the, not lawyer because he wasn't a lawyer, mm. the law, stu- law grad, uh, <laughs> law grad uh, went to calculate. Mm. He estimated the number of uh, magazines sold, the number mm. of issues that were infringed mm. and then uh, the how much I mean like how much they, they might earn mm. and then my page is this size so it's like ah. one page worth of content and then right. he estimated how much that it should be compensated okay yeah mm. so eventually it was quite a good sum of money That's good. <laughs> and mm. I said okay uh, since you helped he helped me for free so I said I I will uh, it, well the, the the money was enough to for me to buy air tickets and lodging to Vietnam. Mm. 
Uh, and then I gave a talk at, to share my experience at his university oh. as well. And I donated the rest of the money to their school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so it was quite, quite, quite uh, uh, very uh, memorable experience. Yeah. So how long from the time that you were notified of the infringement to the time you finally get it resolved? What is the timeline they're looking at? How long does it get? Wow, it's about one, oh, one month or so. Oh, okay, that's pretty fast. That's yeah, that's fast. more than one month. Yeah. Oh, I think we waited two weeks for them to respond, respond. respond which mm. they didn't. So mm. we escalated. <laughs> so I think it was within one, one two months it mm. was resolved. Quite fast because got fans help. Yeah. Yeah. And through this, you also know that you have a fan base in Vietnam already. So yes. you can do more in Vietnam. That's <laughs> why so she publish a book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So actually, um, yeah, I have two, the first two books are in Vietnamese. Mm. In Vietnam. Yeah. So is it easier um, with that episode to help you to get a Vietnamese publisher? Yes, yes, definitely. Because without that, then uh, I won't have that many Vietnamese readers. So that helped in the end, like, make it viral. And then, oh, your comic's so good. And yeah, we should have it in Vietnam too. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, it's good enough to be pirated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, so yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. So yeah, what, what makes you want to, you know, to, to start your freelance career instead of, you know, joining another full-time job? Okay, I thought of joining another full-time job, but I thought, okay, um, it's better to start this uh, early and burn all the bridges behind and just concentrate on this. So you have no way to look back <laughs> and depend on, so just do this full-time and hope it will work. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I learned some marketing um, skills from my... Um, actually, I took an MBA. Mm. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I should make it into full good news. <laughs> so I uh, do branding and marketing and all that. I registered, I even registered at Private Limited. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, some government funds and then <laughs> um, try to do it on my own. Yeah. yeah, and try to push it uh, as much as I can. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So, um, because you also mentioned that, um, you know, because the books doesn't really help a lot in terms of, you know, or, um, in terms of conversations and all this, you still need to work on the commission work. Yes. So how do you then balance, you know, because it seems like you have a very strong creative um, direction of yourself, right? So when a client commission you, then how do you then balance the your individual creative, um, you know, direction versus what the client wants, right? <laughs> so, so is there is there fine is 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 that okay for you or you know uh, that's something that you're always struggling when you're working on initially other... a bit of struggle but now I came to accept it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the books did help to raise the the the, the rates uh, because mm. now I'm a published author mm. with so so many books now. Mm. Um, initially also uh, when you introduce yourself as like hi I'm a web comic artist it's like oh web comic. <laughs> anybody can do it right. but at pub, when you have a published book um, it's not anybody who can do it and it's actually sold in bookstores mm. Kinokuni and all that and so um, they take you more seriously you're a professional so the rates pop up a bit mm. and then uh, of course uh, I have commission works from um, time to time that would use my characters mm. so uh, um, but uh, yeah sometimes uh, they want messages to be more explicit and brands more explicitly displayed. So, yeah. Okay, I've got money. <laughs> There's money, so... 
Okay lah. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. try to balance. Yeah, but you know, in the end, they 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 have to say lah. Mm. Yeah. Of course, if it's uh, going to be posted my channel, then... Uh, okay, mm. try, try. Right. So what are the challenges that you face or any mistake that you have faced in the last 10 years in this journey as a... As a freelancer. Yeah, as a freelancer, as a comic artist. I wouldn't say there are mistakes. Uh, they are, because I learn from the failures, mm. then you can become better in it and you know what is not good than what I should do. So I feel that uh, the this mistake should be done. <laughs> mm. So I know that oh this this is this not doesn't work. Mm. Like the merchandise, I did a lot of merchandise in mm. the beginning. Then I was like, okay, so now I know it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, I know I know why it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah. It's more important to know why and yeah. if you're able to overcome the obstacle mm. why it doesn't work if it's the major market factors like it's a small small market in Singapore a small market high cost of living mm. these two are the major uh, factors because the retail stores were going to take a huge cut in the commission and postal rates is also not that yeah. cheap <laughs> it's increasing over the years so in the end, I realized that oh, it's actually not very feasible, and these two factors is you cannot overcome it because mm. it's the market general market factor. So, mm. okay lah. Then, but it was fun doing it lah. Mm. <laughs> and then fans can buy and all that. Mm. It was it was fun. So I wouldn't say it's a mistake lah. It was mm. uh, didn't work as expected, and it cannot be resolved by your own efforts. Lah. Right, yeah. right. So what are some of the advice that you would give to aspiring comics artists, you know, who are just starting out, you know, like like yourself back then, you know, are there specific um, advice that you would give to them? Um, mm. you know, especially those that want to publish a book like like you know, like you Okay, mm. definitely a fan base is mm. crucial. Uh nowadays it's not like you approach I mean you can uh, you can approach a publisher without a fan base and then see if your art style will suit them. Because there's also people who work as a, as a children's book uh, artist. Not, not comic artists, uh, but children's book illustrators. Mm. So they actually work directly with the publishers. Um, for comic, uh, we don't have much publishers, comic mm. book publishers in Singapore. Um, so definitely, uh, if you post them online, if you're doing comic strips, it's easier. Like if you're doing short story, then maybe you have to post on webtoons or something like that then hope, pray, hope that it will get traction. Um, then, of course, you are posting on social media, then you have to recognize who's your target audience and then you post, uh, you craft it to, to target them. I mean, that's easier to build your fan base. Then after you have a decent fan base, then uh, you can compile the strips and then approach the publishers or the publishers will come to you. Mm. So I definitely think that uh, you need to get yourself known on social media first. Mm and have a fan base then your fans want your work mm. and then you know also that your content is good for some people they just do their own thing and then maybe it's not good it's not what people like to read mm. and then they just publish a book and then it's like yeah not 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 so not mm. so not so not so not so good to sell uh, because mm. that you're doing marketing after the book is out yeah you should do marketing before the book is out yeah yeah, I'm just thinking. Um, because I mean, in in the digital world we are in right now, whether publish, you know, getting a book published is the end game. 
Oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, um, I mean, mm. people are so used to getting things mm. free because mm. you know the, mm. that's how the digital world works. Uh, well, I think for Singapore local market, it may be um very towards the because <laughs> now I I have actually after the books are done because it's only sold in local market, mm. uh, I have more kids. Mm. And because kids still buy, I mean, parents still buy yeah. books yeah. for the kids, uh, for but for adults not so because mm. there's so many distractions. But for the overseas market, the books, uh, although it's there's a global decline, but then they also read e-books. Mm. So I would say if um you know you want uh books is of course every it it will, it will make you it's accomplishment mm. and then your real core fans would love it. So I. Of course, if you want to do books, uh, a publisher with a global distribution network would be great. Uh, that's why I have the fourth book. Mm. Fourth book! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, the fourth book was done because um, the first three has um, is only uh, in Singapore and Malaysia. Mm. So um cannot go overseas. So that's why the fourth book was uh, out. And also I feel that I still have some to share with about how to... Um, as a for tourists who want to go to Japan to travel, mm. so that's why I uh, I still have a lot of content. So I actually approached them to ask if they are interested to do my uh, book. Mm. So for them, they have a global distribution network. So it's not mm. just local market. So I hope that it will be better mm. <laughs> as a for a global market. Mm. So how important it is, you think, for local freelancers or maybe specifically comics artists to actually look beyond Singapore shores um, and to look at the global market as their market instead of just focusing in Singapore? Actually, we all we would all agree that we want to go global. Mm. And we actually post them on all the um, global platforms yeah. like Webtoons or Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, so we... We agree. We we definitely all want to go global. Mm. We all are on global platforms, but somehow our followers are still majority Singaporeans. Mm. Yeah, except for a few who could really break the break to go like well, go viral. Mm. So some of the tactics they um like I think one of them used was paid ads. Mm. Yeah, so he actually went very serious about it. So he actually mm. paid some uh ever money mm. to push the comics of course his comics have to be good in the first place yeah. to, to for the ads to, to work and it went viral mm. so he actually has a book in China I think mm. China or Taiwan mm. yeah and then for the the other friend that I talked about who had draw similar like Liz Klimo, um, she actually um, uh, did, did it on IG mm. and then she uh, uh, had a huge following there and then somehow bought Panda approach her and then her post became viral and then now you know she's like oh I got New York publisher offer her contract <laughs> yeah so um, sometimes it's by luck la. sometimes it's by effort to pay for the ads mm. yeah so of course uh, targeting would be good mm. yeah. so where do you see yourself in five years wow, <laughs> <job> interview <laughs> Would you continue as a solopreneur, you know, to carry on your business? Uh, of course I would. Uh, it, uh, it would be definitely great, be better to expand. Uh, mm. Yeah. So I also would like to hire people to help me draw. Mm. Um, because um, eyes also not, <laughs> eyes and shoulders <laughs> not getting, it's, it's not as healthy as before. Uh, yeah. So maybe, um, it would be nice to have a 
small little studio or home wow. studio. Then I have a few, in, one or two interns that help me colour or outline some, mm. some digital work. Mm. Then I can focus on more of the ideas, mm. uh, marketing efforts, and mm. maybe to, um, yeah, just uh, think of more ideas uh, mm. and maybe just draw the sketches and mm. things like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And also, hopefully more merchandise. I don't know how yet. <laughs> Thinking, um, mm. thinking of doing it on Society6 is a merch platform. Mm. So it's a print-on-demand oh, as okay. well. Ah. Experimenting. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. See how it goes. Mm. Great, great. Yeah, I also set up a new group recently. It's called Cute Comic... Eh, Cute Character Creators Group. Oh. Yeah, so it's gathering um, people who do cute characters as IP in Singapore. Oh, I in see. Singapore. Okay. Yeah, in Singapore. So there's actually foreigners in Singapore doing that also. Oh. With very strong following, like mm. over 200k <laughs> followers, oh. 200,000 followers on Instagram. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're trying to, I try to um, get everyone to together, like maybe mm. once every three months or so, yeah. two, three months, then we learn from each other. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. Learning from one another is important. Yeah. 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 Great. Thank you so much, Eva, for the sharing. Um, but before we let you go, before we end the sessions, we always post one last question to all our guests. Benny, would you like to ask her? <laughs> okay, if you can give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Don't anyhow spend money. <laughs> Don't waste money. <laughs> Don't buy that money toys, comics, <laughs> Yeah, um... And uh, buy insurance early. <laughs> when you're healthy and uh, you know your family members also healthy, mm. um, buy more insurance. Get yourself fully covered. The savings plan, life insurance, medical insurance. I'm not selling insurance, by the way, but <laughs> I feel that's quite important. Mm. So that uh, savings insurance, then you won't have to pay until you're so old. Mm. Yeah. And mm. then, yeah, so... so all your body parts will be covered <laughs> before you you get into any trouble. Yeah. And more so for freelancers, right? Yes, freelancers are very important because you are not covered by any company insurance. Yeah. You have to pay for and, and be healthy, work out. <laughs> yeah. Is that why you started doing yoga? yoga? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I started doing yoga because uh, I was in very bad health and I was spending oh. a lot of money um, visiting TCM. And then uh, doctors, I get like flu or cold every almost every month. Mm. So very, very weak and, and bleeding money. And it's mm. like, oh, I need to work out. <laughs> so I was looking for some mild exercise to start mm. with. And mm. yeah, yoga. Some, then some my friend recommended me yoga. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That, that worked quite well. Mm. Yeah, so I try to do more. Great, great. Yeah. Right, we wish you all the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and also... Follow, follow Eva's um, Facebook groups and things. Oh, my yeah. product placement. And all the product placement. <laughs> <laughs> Eva Comics. <laughs> right, okay. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Freelance Creative Exchange. If you enjoy the show, let us know by clicking the like button or leave a comment below. Subscribe and hit the bell so you won't miss out on our next episode. Until then, bye. 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 <laughs>